Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright. He run over out America. Over out America. Alright. One more hour, live hour at least here on Overnight America. Thanks for hanging out with us here. Yeah, I'm going online right now, and then the political ads are starting to show up. <laughs> like I, I see an anti-Kara Spencer ad just pop up on one of my uh, web ads here. Actually, it's on KMOX.com. It's the ad that I have open. Looks like that since I've been talking about the mayoral debate, they realize this would be a good opportunity to throw as much uh, ads as possible. Now, keep in mind these ads, the way that they're generated, there's they're basically brought up based on the individual person, not necessarily a, a specific buy on that website, which means that these uh, ads could understand the website you've gone to. I'm guessing that they've spied on me in some way, so they know that I'm talking about the mayoral race tonight. So they wanted to throw these things in, and they use that as a way to target me for certain key type of um, uh, key ads in I'm starting to see him pop up now. So wasting no time to Jones getting that out there. Either that or I haven't seen it since then. So those are just starting to pop up now. That's great. It doesn't make me feel any better about getting spied on. Should I stop talking about the mayoral race? Probably not. How about the final thoughts? Do you want to hear the two final thoughts of the candidates? Treasurer Tashara Jones and Alderwoman Kara Spencer. Here's their wrap up of the of the night. And you heard it earlier on KMOX at six o'clock. And of course, Fox 2 on television, the one that was hosting the mayoral debate. It was nice that we were involved. Michael Calhoun from the KMOX newsroom was in there. Here's their last pitch of why you should vote for them. When I was growing up in the Hamilton Heights... And I should mention, this is uh, Tashara Jones going first. When I was growing up in the Hamilton Heights, Wells, Goodfellow, and Walnut Park neighborhoods, I wanted to be many things, but politics was the thing I said I'd never do. Well, my mama, God rest her soul, used to say the quickest way to make God laugh is to tell him what you would never do. See, it's one thing to have a vision or a platform, but it's something totally different to turn that platform into a reality. And that's exactly what I've done in the treasurer's office the last eight years. 
I'm the only candidate with the executive experience of turning a vision or a platform into a reality. The management experience of managing a staff of hundreds of people and a budget of millions of dollars and existing relationships on the local, state and national level to put St. Louis back on the map. I'm asking you to dream bigger because bigger and better is indeed possible. But this kind of change, not incremental change, real transformational change requires a mayor who's ready to embrace a new vision for St. Louis. You need a champion and someone that will fight for you. This is about all of you, whether you live in Penrose, Holly Hills, or everywhere in between. Wouldn't it be great if she said, I'll fight for you like I fought for those secret accounts that I wouldn't allow people to account for. I'll fight for you like that secret money we weren't going to hand over in the treasurer's office. I'll fight for you like all of this. Uh, all of the times when we were not transparent and we were refusing to give over any records. We are, I'm going to fight for you just like I fought for me. <laughs> this is about all of you, whether you live in Penrose, Holly Hills, or everywhere in between. Let's build a new St. Louis together. In the St. Louis that you and I are going to build together, youth will be at the center of our planning. Police will not be the only answer when you dial 911. Tax revenues will help fix our leaky civic systems and your government will be open to you. We don't have time for leadership that has to learn on the job. We need a mayor ready to lead, govern, and unify on day one, and I will be that mayor. I'm running to create our St. Louis, united, strong, confident, and equitable. Text Team TJ to 77948 to get involved today. And again, I'm Tashara Jones. I use the She Series pronouns, and I'm asking you to say yes to me for mayor of the city of... You know, the, the pronoun thing. Did you hear an alarm go off towards the end of the debate? Listen, hold on. United, strong, confident, and equitable. Text team... T Did you hear that? Here, let me see if I can amplify just this one little part and see if you can kind of hear it. Text team... T I can kind of hear it. Text Team TJ to 77948. It sounds something was going off in the background there. Is that the alarm that goes off if you're going over? Was there a small alarm? I heard it in the background there. Okay, that was Tashara Jones. Final thoughts on the night, at least until they went into the super secret only digital debate that happened afterwards from about 7 to 720. Here is Kira Spencer. Tonight, I've shared with you some of the things I'll work on and serve if I'm elected to serve as our city's next mayor. But now I'd like you to sit back and imagine what a St. Louis can look like if we get serious about addressing violence with a data-driven approach taken from cities that have effectively done this and been successful at reducing violence. If we get serious about equitable development holding landlords accountable and bring the energy and investment that we've seen in the 20th Ward to neighborhoods throughout the city of St. Louis. We reopen after COVID by giving small businesses the tools and the funding they need to get started and be successful following this enormous pandemic. And if we invest in our communities by in our people with a commitment to equity and a plan for accountability to move the needle forward. My approach is different from my opponents because I built a career outside of politics before I came to the Board of Aldermen, helping businesses grow their bottom line, making smart decisions, and I know how to grow this city. I've stood up to entrenched special interests, not sometimes, but every single time. Over the last year, while my opponent was steering a 
lucrative contract to a campaign donor. I was fighting and winning against the special interests that were trying to privatize our airport. As an alderwoman, I have represented one of the most diverse wards in the city of St. Louis. I know how to work with people, all kinds of people, to get the job done. I don't back down from a tough fight or a difficult conversation, whether it's with an opposing political party in Jefferson City or a questioning editorial board back home. We need a leader who will sit down with everyone to make St. Louis work. If I'm elected mayor, I will build an inclusive, diverse city government that works for you. Under new leadership, St. Louis looks like a city that's with safer neighborhoods, with communities that are growing, with schools, with children in every desk, and an equitable economy that works for everyone. I'm Kara Spencer, and I'm asking you for your vote on April 6th. Let's reshape St. Louis together. How many buzzwords can we fit into this? I feel like they were getting paid by the buzzword. Donors were out there, and every time they said a buzzword, another $1,000 donation came in. Just got it. We get paid by the buzzword. All right. Those were the final words of Tashara Jones and Kara Spencer. Overall, I know that there's a lot of people that listen to the show that are outside of the city, so they won't be able to vote. And I know there's another debate coming up next week, which means there's some time for them to prepare. Maybe they'll be a little bit more aggressive in their approach when they start to point out the differences between the two when it comes to their policies and the way that they've handled things in the past, maybe they'll be a little bit more compare and contrast next time around. This was a pretty tame debate afterwards. They talked about, um, you know, race issues. They talked about protests in public places. Yeah, there was about 20 minutes or so. And I didn't, um, I, I didn't pull the audio or listen to the clips. I, I should say record the clips from everything that happened after that point. So I only took a couple of things from there, but overall, pretty tame. If, if I were to give my overall general impression of what I thought happened, how about I'll do that after the break? I'll give you my general impression of what I think is the takeaway uh, after tonight's debate. This is Overnight America KMOX. Listen anytime, anywhere. Get the radio.com app and add KMOX to your favorites. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of controversies of Jashar Jones. I mean, I might have to try to organize as many of the controversies as possible but there are a lot and one of the latest ones that i don't think got a lot of play was one that just goes back to december a few months ago when the i think it was the fbi said they were investigating tashar jones's contracts that she signed with external vendors and that's not good seven million dollar contract jones signed in april with her friends and campaign donors that's something that Kara Spencer alluded to it towards the uh, tail end of her final part of the speech. That's a pretty big deal when you're being investigated for that um, the, and the way that the cases were handled. You know, and if you even go back a couple of years, if you just do a quick search for some of the different controversies of her in office, taking all kinds of trips with paid public funds, KMOV discovered that, uh, let's see, elected official has taken 50 trips during one term in office, spending tens of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money. And let's see, coming to, if you go back and look at that, Treasurer Tashar Jones has been to the streets of Paris, the White House, and even Las Vegas. Documents show that she took about 50 trips in total, all paid for in full with public funds. Tashar Jones, 50 trips. I'm sure as a treasurer, it's very important that you take a trip to Paris. Oh, and let's not forget, too, if you want to go back to the McCloskey case. And part of the issue was that... Uh, 
what led to the protesters that went down that street the night before you had Catholics that were out praying on top of, you know, the art Hill, they were right there outside of the museum. One of the questions was, do we have to tear down the statue outside of the art museum? This, you know, beautiful statue, this art statue in front of an art museum. And the, uh, the group that got out there to say, uh, show their support to keep the statue up. It's the, it's, it's a giant landmark in the city of St. Louis. We're out there, and I think they were Catholics, and they were praying. They were just praying for peace, praying for whatever it is. And then you had that group of people come up. One of, and some of them were going around punching these Catholics as they were praying the rosary. Quite disgusting. If you remember correctly, um, the treasurer, Tashar Jones, uh, what did she come out there? She, did she call the Christians and Catholics that were out there members of the KKK or something like that, white nationalists? Oh, she called them white nationalists. Yeah. Uh, and and Char Jones labeled the Catholic Rosary a KKK rally, real classy. So she's got a lot of issues and a lot of problems. And given you my impression of what happened tonight, she's got a real trouble with her past. And to me, that does not say she's capable of leading a city when she's calling Catholics praying the Rosary a KKK rally. There is no way she can go up there and say, I'm going to unite this city or I'm going to be good for this city. When she's got such a troubled past, not only with spending of taxpayer money, but the rhetoric and just real dangerous things like, hey, Catholics playing the rosary, a KKK rally. Um, let's see. Yeah. Mayor. Yeah. And, and this was a tweet that came out on June 26, 2020. And you can actually go out and see that. I don't know if she's deleted it since then, but just not good. It's, it's not a good look let alone the questions of how this money was spent in the secret funding that went on at the treasury uh, or the uh, yeah the part of the department of where this money the money was coming in and where how much was there and how could it be spent or why can't it be spent or why is it that it's being stockpiled or held on to all of a sudden coming in and saying you know oh forget about all of, all of that forget about everything from the past you need to ignore this and don't worry I'll bring everyone together is furthest from the truth. But just if we were looking at the performance of tonight, I feel like Kara Spencer was more confident. I feel like she was able to speak as more of a person. Shar Jones, not so much. I felt like she was very calculated in the sense that she had to go out there and say the specific buzzwords over and over and over again. And you, you can tell that it was stick to the script. And it, it did feel like it was, it, it kind of fell flat in a way. It, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't something that you would look back at and say, oh, that was a terrible performance during a debate. It just wasn't, it, it wasn't relatable, I don't think. I think that in a lot of ways, when you can't break from the script, that you look robotic. I think Kara Spencer did a better job of being more relatable. I think she was was more conversational in that sense. Now, the time that Tashara Jones actually was breaking out of that was after the cameras were turned off for the televised broadcast and the radio broadcast. It was the digital version of it that popped out after. I felt like she was more comfortable there. So maybe she was nervous for the first hour, but uh, maybe, I don't know, if you're running for office, you should be able to be prepared and be able to get out your message. And maybe if you're as a politician, you should be able to shake that off. And when it's time to perform, you got to perform. It's just the way it goes. 
I guess it's difficult for anyone, even on a national stage, you find some of the people running for president have the exact same problems. They're just maybe uncomfortable or maybe they felt like they didn't prepare enough or whatever it was. So that's where we are I, going into it. I think that Char Jones got more votes than Kara Spencer. I think that Kara Spencer might be able to get a little bit closer. I, I just don't know. I, it's hard to tell with the polling on things. To me, if I had to pick the lesser of the two evils to try to get into office, I'm sure they love being framed that way. Um, you know, right now, I would say there's a lot less baggage with Kara Spencer, a lot less baggage. See, when you're someone that calls Catholics and Christians that were praying a KKK rally and white nationalists, how in the world do you expect that people would be able to get behind you? I mean, th that type of language and I mean, so insulting. I just I don't buy it. I don't buy it. All right. So that's my impression of the debates. No way Jerome is calling in right now. We haven't heard from Jerome in a long time. Jerome, what's going on? Oh, uh, not much. I was just going to tell you about my horrible weekend if you'd like to hear about it. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, I've been working a lot of overtime lately, and I've been having a lot of vehicle trouble to pay for and I've been paying for it with the overtime. But this is going to be my little victory weekend where the – Stuff was going to kind of level out. Paid myself back with my little. I paid myself back with the stimulus check. That's pretty much what I did. And uh, I've been working overtime for, like I said, to pay for it too. So, anyways, I'm going to get me finally get me a new phone. My phone's been busted up since uh, October or so. So that was my plan. Little cheap piece of junk. Dollar General, $14 phone, because it was on sale if you buy the $40 phone card. That was my whole plan. That was going to make my weekend. You know what? I didn't get my weekend made because I went to go buy it with my mom and my niece. I'm going to take my niece out to dinner to the Chinese restaurant with the original plan. And okay. her birthday was uh, this weekend or that weekend. So I was going to be nice to her. My mom, instead of waiting in the parking lot, she takes off for like 20-something minutes or so. And I go to Dollar General to buy my phone, and I all have the debit card on me, like most modern people, because I'm very modern. And uh, guess what? They only take cash. Ah. I can't get a hold of nobody on the phone. So I'm like, well, I don't want to wait here for 20 minutes while they lollygag and dilly-dag. And then I, I'm just here, so I, I got, I left. I just walked down the building. I'm like, they'll see me walking down the road, and they'll pick me up like a homeless guy. And so I'm walking, and I, and I start feeling abandoned. I'm very tired. My dad passed away several months ago, as you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm still very raw with that. And I got thinking about my dad, and I start crying. So then my mom picks me up. So I'm gonna I'm and I'm so I don't get my phone yet. And I'm like, well, I'll just get it when I go to Effingham. I'll get cash back from Walmart. So that's my plan there. Well, that doesn't work out either because the Dollar General I'm gonna go to there closed down and moved somewhere mm. else in Effingham, the, the town I was at. And I uh. didn't get to go to the restaurant I wanted to because my niece pouted and and because she didn't want to go to the Chinese restaurant, she wanted to go to Golden Corral. I'm like, well, we'll go there. You know, I was open to it. 
wasn't going to be horrible food. I thought I'd know how expensive it was. $46.05. I'm a guy buying a $14 cell phone in 2021. <laughs> I am not a guy paying $46.05 willingly, knowingly, okay. Okay, for a meal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so ultimately, you sprung for the Golden Corral and you took advantage of that chocolate fondue fountain. I did not do that, but I did get a lot of no. cotton candy. I okay. got three helpings of steak and uh, so forth. So, uh, long story short, I, 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 have, a, I have a breakdown. I, I, I complain and moan about the price. Uh, the waiter lady comes up. She's like, everything good here? I said, yeah, I'm calling the 800 number and we're complaining about the price. Because they, they got the early burn special big poster. Kids prices, big poster. Uh, regular meals, you know, like the first two meals, they got them on the board. And then the third one, after I found out how much it was, is there. And and I'm like, I was furious. I felt like it was deceptive advertising. And and I, like I said, I'm a guy buying a $14 phone. I'm not a guy to buy this kind of mural. And right. uh, the okay. owner came up to him. He talked to me as if I was a child, which... Um, <laughs> Oh, I took, I just love that. You weren't in the mood. You weren't in the mood for it. No. He offered me some coupons. Oh, yeah. Let me go back to your really expensive place. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Jerome, let me just check real quick. That that price included the three of you? Is that, that was three included? Yeah. Let's see, if I went okay. to a Chinese restaurant, been under $30. I had like $16, $17 extra do what i wanted i could buy a great wrestling figure for that money okay yeah wow so ultimately what turned it around did you get something to finally make your weekend brighter oh absolutely not because uh oh, so it, on the way home that way. you're supposed to pick up my cell phone and every my mom's eyesight real bad so she needs to go home my niece is whining she needed to hang out with her friends so i'm like uh, you know, I'm like, screw you guys. I'm just going to go to Vandalia and get it myself. I go to Vandalia, which is a nearby town. They don't have the special. But the next day, I get up and I go to Altamont, the place that had it, and they changed it over to specials. So I didn't get my new phone. And I still have my busted up phone. All right. What a uh, weekend. So, Jerome, I'm sorry all of this played out the way it did. But uh, on a bright side, there's probably a few people listening here today that maybe uh sympathizes with you so at least you're not alone and maybe that'll make it a little bit better well it could well i'm i'm okay now my goal is to go to the restaurant this weekend no interruptions okay would it make you feel better if i played the joe biden hairy legs story oh i haven't not heard joe biden hairy legs story i, I oh, see they can't walk upstairs nowadays yeah, he can't. All right, I'll, I'll do this. And I have a, a new little soundboard here where I can press buttons and play things on demand. And I have yet to play this one on the air. And maybe this will help, Jerome. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was trained, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. 
And I tell you what. Yeah, there's. Uh, I've been waiting to press that button. This seemed like the right time. I don't know why. All right, Jerome, good to hear from you. And hopefully things turn around for you here real soon. You get the Joe Biden button tonight. We'll take a look at your weather right after the break. It's Overnight America, KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Cardinal Spring Training is underway in Jupiter, Florida. And KMOX's Mike Claiborne is covering it all. Hear his daily reports, mornings and afternoons, and on Cardinals Open Live. Sponsored in part by T.R. Hughes Homes. On your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Okay. That's amazing. The Jerome saga. We haven't heard from Jerome in a long time, but it makes sense that he would call in and give us a ordeal of what happened over the weekend. Not a great thing to happen. I didn't even know you can buy cell phones from Dollar Tree for 14 bucks or whatever it is. No idea. Learn something new. That's where I'm going to go next time I need a new cell phone. I'm going to remember that, that I can get a, a cheap discounted one somewhere else, and I'm going to roll with it that way because you know I'm cheap. You're a tightwad. I no, I, I do everything I can to try to save money for things that, I would rather spend it on. I don't need to overpay and buy a very expensive cell phone when I can go get one at the Dollar Tree. Now, I don't know what it looks like. It's probably one of those, you know, old, what did the phrase yesterday, an old geezer phone where the numbers are extremely large to help when you don't have the bifocals on 
and it probably only dials in, probably has some child lock on it, preventing you from dialing out outside of emergency calls. But that might not be a bad thing for me. I might actually enjoy that a little bit more. Now, I wanted to talk about this one story I found in the Daily Mail. And other people have been talking about it, but I find this very fascinating because there was an online account called Preachers in Sneakers. Preachers, the letter N, Preachers in Sneakers on Instagram. And people always wondered, who was, uh, who's doing this account? It had about 210,000 followers. And all that this person would do is post photos and images of large celebrity pastors next to the price tags of some of the items that they're wearing. So, for example, they would say, okay, here's a pastor doing a TV interview, or here's them doing something online, or here's them taking a picture or whatever it is. And then they would take a picture of whatever they're wearing. And then they would say, okay, how much does this item cost if you were to go buy it in a store? And let's put that price tag on there. So, like, here's an example of a pastor um, standing in a store. It looks like a shoe store. And he's wearing this jacket that says supreme on it it's like a blue jacket and it's got like these fuzzy type of things around the hood and the price tag on it is nine thousand six hundred and twenty five dollars and the question is uh why is a pastor of a church spending close to ten thousand dollars on a jacket here's another one uh yesterday there was one where they were showing his shoes they were wearing these nike shoes and they wanted to know how much these Jordan retro shoes go for. They were for $8,100. Here's one, a jacket and shoe combination going for roughly $2,000. And what he does is he points this out. He says, these are the, the people that are up there. And they're what? Do they really need to spend all this money on fashion? Do they need to spend $1,000 on shoes or $10,000 on a jacket or whatever it is? Is it worthy of them pointing it out? Is it noteworthy? Not? Do people care? Well, the, the identity of the person behind it is by, by a guy by the name of Ben Kirby. I'd love to get him on this show. I think it's so great that he, they, he's out there pointing these things out because of just how hypocritical some of these pastors are. It's so ridiculous. You see the ones that are thinking to themselves, you need to really donate more money because I need to get a second private jet. It's just so ridiculous. and. It, you think about it and you think about people that go to a church and they offer up money. They mostly because of their tithing, but some give special donations and other things above and beyond as just a, a, a way to try to help bring out the word and help other people spread the word and try to convert other people in the sense that if they don't know about the, the gospel, maybe they could spread it across the world and send missionaries to different places and evangelists to other places too. What they're not spending that money on, I'm sure of it, when you give that money to a church, they, I'm 100% sure they're not saying, hey, I want you to earmark that so you can buy yourself that $10,000 winter jacket. It's ridiculous. And in a way, it's fraudulent. It's, it's, there, to me, there's a major moral conflict. If you're a leader of a church and you're up there and you're the one that is benefiting from the, the money that the people are giving you and you're not giving it to the poor, you're not giving it to spreading the word of God. You're, I mean, that's a huge moral problem. I'm not saying that pastors should go out and be dirt poor, as in they have the church and then out back, 
they live in a double wide trailer and then sometimes the septic goes out. So, you know, they're without running water or whatever. Now, I'm not saying they should live in poverty and they should worry about their next meal coming to them and their family or whatever it is. I'm not saying that should be the case, but I'm pretty sure you cross the line when you're talking about private jets and $10,000 jackets and you're out there trying to live this glorious life, this worldly life. To me, it shows that you're more entrenched in the things of the world than you are of God. That's what it says to me. I'm glad this guy's doing this. I mean, it's it's very entertaining, and I didn't realize there's so many super pastors out there that are out there spending their money on stuff like this. Here's one. A guy's wearing a jacket. It looks like a hoodie, $1,145. I'm just cheap. You're not going to find me spending $1,000 on shoes. If I spend $1,000 on shoes over the course of my lifetime, I would be shocked. You always wonder at the end of your life, you think, if I were to just get a rundown of some of the fun statistics of my life, you know, how many times did I sneeze? How many times did I blow my nose? You know, how much money did I spend on shoes? If I got that itemized and at the end I saw it was over 1000 I would be surprised. <laughs> you know, people running around with $1,000 shoes right now. I'm more in the range of if it's $50, that seems pretty high for shoes. $50 is a little bit high. You know, here's another guy. Here's a guy that's given an interview uh, talking about who knows what, and he's wearing $2,500 Nike shoes. It's ridiculous. I'm glad that he's pointing that out. I might have to post a link to this later on social media. If you want to follow me on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio is how you search for me on there. You know, just because you have a large crowd of people that want to hear what you have to say or want to understand some of the things that you're bringing out, uh, that's one thing. That, but you don't have to go up wearing potato sacks and Wonder Bread bags as your shoes. You don't have to have a burlap sack as your clothing in order to prove a point. By no means is that the case. You know, I don't think anyone would argue if you're up there in a suit that costs, you know, 500 bucks or whatever. I don't think anyone would argue that. They'd say, okay, you need to... Uh, wear a suit. That's fine. But if you're trotting around in $3,700 shoes, $5,600 shoes as a fashion statement, and that's just one of the many shoes you have, that's ridiculous. That's to me, you're worldly. You're, you're purposely digging into it and you should not be trusted when it comes to other people's souls. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> and if you're part of a, a, if you're part of a congregation and you notice that they're, they're standing up there and and, and, you know, just begging for you to help donate so they can get a high-end uh, Rolex and a giant Mercedes-Benz and they want a private jet and they want all of these things and trying to justify it. Just keep in mind, uh, I, I would tell you to go raise your concerns with that pastor and say, maybe you uh, are too entrenched in this world and too close to it. And maybe you're just too buddy and up to sin to understand this sort of thing. But I see it, <laughs> and that's not what I'm looking for, because ultimately speaking, uh, you're going to guide me in the wrong direction if it's a worldly one. All right, one more segment coming up next on Overnight America KMOX. Overnight America with Ryan Recker is sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. I got a couple of other buttons here on this little soundboard. I, I have a I have a page for Joe Biden and I have a page for Donald Trump. And I haven't really utilized it all that much since I've received it. Let's see. What do I have here from Donald Trump? Let me I'm just going to go through the buttons 
as we get ready to end the show. Here's my Donald Trump uh, sound clips. Yeah, here we go. It's a pretty good one. See, I told you. Uh, that's a good one, too. Just a loudmouth. See, that's a great one. Just a loudmouth. I like that. I was considering bringing that up whenever we have a caller that calls in just to be a jerk. You know what I mean? I don't mind having conversations and people disagreeing with me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people that purposely call in just to, you know, be a jerk. Just a loud mouth. See, I thought about having those ready just for those instances. Go ahead. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> All right. You know you're a fake. You know that. I like that one. You are fake news. Well, that's perfect. How could you have a Donald Trump soundboard without that? Yeah, I got a couple of Joe Biden ones in here, too. They're really showing themselves to do really well. Come on, man. <laughs> what does that mean? They're really showing <laughs> themselves to do really well. Come on, man. Right, what else do I got from Joe Biden? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Uh-huh. Well, that fits. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's a good one. Oh, we already did the hairy legs thing with Jerome. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh how about this one? You got more oh. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> Another classic Joe Biden. You're a line dog face pony soldier. Oh, that's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, he's got a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, I know. I know. Those that's the all-star clips. I, I haven't had a real chance to play those yet on the show. I need to get more on top of them. Oh, by the way, there was a whole nother story we haven't had a chance to air yet from Kevin Colleen, and this happens to be Hancock and Kelly edition. Oh yeah. They weren't drinking, and as far as I know, there was no money on the game, but Hancock and Kelly were having a good time playing a game of straight pool. He'll say stuff to try to, like, mess with my brain. Like, oh, well, okay. You can He'll suggest you take shots that would make you miss. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all a part of his strategy. It's a tactical game. And um, so you, you, and the other thing about pool is you've got to be thinking three or four shots down the road. So I've, I've found it to be a lot like politics. Yeah. Is it good for your blood pressure? I mean, does it, what does it do to, in the middle of a work day to, have, to be able to go out to recess? Or... Well, so our work day is a little different today. He and I both have to work this evening. So it is helpful to have the camaraderie uh, that John and I um, enjoy that's outside of our political lives. And it is fun to um, tease each other and spend time with each other. I learn more about what's going on in John Hancock's life around this pool table than I do, say, sitting in the uh, KMOX studios. So uh, Maybe they should put the microphones in here. Right? Yeah, well, do you have the bleep button? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. Hancock and Kelly say they sometimes play for two hours at a stretch. Good. I mean, we ha we'll have conference calls interspersed. How are your arches? Oh, they're good. Do you use arch support? I do not. Uh, now I was I was blessed with some a couple of really fine feet. But, I'm still trying to get at this, and then I'll get out of your way. What does pool do for you psychologically? I like to win, Kevin, and um, a lot of winning has taken place on the <laughs> table. <laughs> but I, I mean, is it apart from winning? It, it, it does it lower your blood pressure? Does it give you a, a calm place to go like Churchill you made brick walls and Roosevelt collected stamps is it kind of like that no no I just just like to win uh. 
That's John Hancock and Michael Kelly shooting a friendly game of pool. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Colleen. So nice. Kevin always finds those great stories, which I always enjoy. So coming up, we'll have the replay hours. It's right around the corner. In fact, we'll probably uh, replay a lot of what we discussed, but in a different way of the mayoral debate. So the first hour of the show was the 8 o'clock hour. We talked mostly about the performance of Tashara Jones and Kara Spencer. We actually had Michael Calhoun on to talk about it because he was involved today during this Fox 2 KMOX debate. And it was cool to see him on the television screen asking questions to the mayoral candidates. So we'll ask him some questions about what it was like behind the scenes. And we'll pro- you'll hear some phone calls and things. But also later in the overnight replay hours, Tom Sullivan, a local watchdog, will talk about what's going on in the county as we try to keep up with that. And the golden eggs hidden on public transportation, how ridiculous an idea it is. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow night. You can always reach out on social media. Ryan Wrecker Radio, I hope to hear from you between now and then. And if not, we'll see you later tomorrow night. Have a good one. Bye. My heart beats with the lonely rain Wishing I could see your face again Change the dial on the radio Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow If things were only like they used to be Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.